Good morning. Merry Christmas time. Happy holidays. Oh, I forgot that I was wearing my house coat. Oh my gosh, my secrets have been revealed. I was going to just have my flannel on, but now you guys know how I really look wandering around my house. Just this giant coat. It's too late now, so I'm going to leave it on. Good morning. Happy Monday. It is snowing buckets in Minneapolis right now. Um, like, I'm going to need to shovel after this. Buckets, my friends. So, I'm happy about it. It's fun now. When it's not fun is in, like, January, February, March. We've already been doing this for months, and it's still coming down. You know what I mean? That's when it gets rough. Right now, it's charming. Moira had her first little romp in the snow this morning, though it was there wasn't much of it. Now there's like some inches, so I'm excited to put her out there in the snow after this because she loves the snow. She puts a little snoot in it and then comes up and has a little snow beard. She runs around chomping on it because it's delicious. I've been thinking about getting her some little booties. I don't know that she will like them. She's also covered like fully in a in a just layer of seal blubber. Like she just doesn't feel anything. There was one time last winter where I took her out for a walk and it was cold and she like we went for a while and then she was running back home and then uh, pooped on the floor inside because <laughs> she did not um, remember to poop outside because it was so cold. So uh, she does feel some cold, but for the most part, she does not. So. And I have little sweaters for her, but I might get some little booties. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be cute. Wow. Um, I have my cup of coffee this morning. I hope you guys have found your beverage of choice. Mine is decaf because, as I always like to say, my doctor doesn't want me to add caffeine to my diet because my hormones, my cortisol levels are off the charts. And so adding caffeine would be bad and only make it worse. For now. Mm. Mm. Okay. Damn it. We do need a pub cam. And listen. Listen. I made the promise that when I hit 100,000 subscribers over on my main channel, I would get that fucking pub cam. And guess what? We're almost, we're about to hit 90K. We're about to hit 90K. We're fucking, we're getting there, friends. We are very close. We are very close. <sighs> I'm excited. That'll be fun. And then I will uh, get that pup camp set up. And uh, that'll be fun. But also on this channel, this live stream channel, we're at over like 2,000 subscribers. Thank you for being here. If you've been watching but you're not subscribed, please do. Um, oh, little rubber booties. That's cute. Okay. Okay, I can do a rubber booty. Yeah, because I'm not sure if it's the, the cold that really bothers her that much. But I don't want the salt to get in her little feetsies. Hi, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for being here. All right. Um... Yeah, let's get into let's get into the Twitter. Let's get into the Twitter. I literally just have uh like just just these pictures. I just found this this tweet thread of the tweets, of pictures of the tweets because a lot of them have been like taken down or you know, whatever. So we we much we must rely on the 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 screenshots of others. We got Pepsi saying Coke is better. Love it. At Pepico. That's fun. Um, Let's see. We are proud to announce that we are the number one plastic polluter in the world four years in a row. And with God as my witness, we vow to do a fifth. I was going to put these all at the end since it's kind of fluff. We're not talking about headlines right now, though. This was headline news. But I thought, nah. Let's hit them with the good stuff on a Monday morning. You know what I mean? Let's just look at some of the sweet, sweet Twitter verified tweets 
Um, which, by the way, if you're here and you're like, what are we talking about? In case you missed it, Twitter launched the ability to pay $8 a month to get the blue verified check mark. So taking away the verified check mark that was used to verify whether an account was real or not and making it a paid subscription instead. And then for like 12 hours, they also added a white verification check mark underneath the ones who were actually real. So they were like, you can pay for the blue one, but we'll add the white one if you are real, which then it's like, uh, it, just an absolute clusterfuck. And so for a couple beautiful days, people have been using the check marks to make it look like they're the real company because that's what our brains associate with the blue check mark now is like, okay, this is the real company. And then saying things that, frankly, some of them were PhD level social commentary, okay, that was generated via these, these imposter tweets. And now that's the kind of free speech I can stand behind. So thank you, Elon Musk, for bringing free speech to Twitter. The blue checkmark verification payment program has since been paused. <laughs> uh, trying to figure out uh, this whole situation. And um, he also, I think it's somewhere in this tweet thread that Elon Musk tweeted like, and if you're going to be a parody account, you have to put the word parody next to it, which, as we've discussed before on this channel, in fact, if you have to say it's a parody, that's not a good parody. The point of parody is that you're supposed to be like the other person or whatever you're impersonating, but it's so absurd that it's funny. And what's funny about these tweets is that they are so absurd that they're funny, but they're also so close to the truth that they're not unreal you know what i mean and that's what makes good parody because it's like oh no this is actually the truth but it's funny that it's this is happening you know what i mean that the layer the academic layers to this scandal truly i could write a whole thesis on it oh boy some of these were fine some of these were boring coke is better it's true um, Ron DeSantis got some good trolling. Oh, now this isn't letting me click. Nice. Hold on. Let me reload. Let me reload. Oh yeah, we had, okay. Lockheed Martin, we will begin halting all weapons sales to Saudi Arabia, Israel, and the United States until further investigation into their record of human rights abuses. LOL. Felicity owns slaved. I'm not even lying. Look it up. <laughs> she did. Let's see. BP Global. BPD's nuts. Just because we killed the planet doesn't mean we can't miss it. Aww. The AIPAC. We heart apartheid. Eli Lilly, we are, we are excited to announce insulin is free now. <laughs> Chiquita, we apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake Chiquita account. We have not overthrown a government since 1954. <laughs> this was tweeting in response, which they got, they got at Chiquita. How does Chiquita, how has Chiquita, the actual brand, not gotten at Chiquita? How did they not get that handle? But this was in response to a tweet that was like, we were happy to announce that we've just overthrown the, the government of Brazil. Which is funny because they have... Bailey Syrian did a whole video on bananas, Chiquita Banana, Banana Republics. Go watch it in her Dark History series. Maybe I should do a series on just like all the sketchy things the CIA and the CIA-backed private companies have done in the United States or outside of the United States. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. And then Eli Lilly, the real people, tweeted something like, tweeted something, and then this fake one said, we apologize to those who were, have been served a misleading message from a fake Lilly account about the cost of diabetic care. Humalog is now $400. We can do this whenever we want, and there's nothing you can do about it. Suck it. Our official Twitter account is LillyPadco. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. It's not even parody at this point. It's just straight spitting facts. Straight facts. And then Tesla, of course, has been 
Definitely do not go to this website and see how many car times our cars catch on fire. You may have thought we just build cars that catch on fire, but we also build solar panels that catch on fire too. Elon is going to have to do a couple more coups of sovereign nations to get more lithium for Tesla batteries, but it's chill because our customers usually don't ask questions. You just can't build cars that explode anymore with the way the cancel culture is these days. Yeah. You love to see it. You love to see it. Oh, yeah, this is it. Okay. Elon Musk, January 2021, legalized comedy. October 2022, comedy is now legal on Twitter. November 2022, going forward, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. <laughs> interesting, interesting, Elon. I made a whole video. Uh, it's called Elon's version of the First Amendment. Um, I feel like I mentioned this video that I made all the time, and I think you should watch it because I think it's a really valid Sorry, I'm like tooting my own home. I think it's a really interesting and continues to be uh, not valid. What's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, relevant over and over and over again, not only with Elon, but also other people in their conception of the First Amendment. Basically, he claims to be this First Amendment absolutist, except for when it doesn't serve him. And that seems to be a trend amongst all First Amendment absolutists. I deserve to be able to say whatever I want to. I don't care if it hurts other people, but if it's not something that I like, then I think you shouldn't be able to say it. And I'm going to sue you for defamation, which is a curb on First Amendment speech. And Elon Musk loves suing people for defamation. Oh, gosh. We will be offering 10,000 vehicles to support the Ukrainian military. Our cars are the most advanced explosive devices on the market. Um, let's see. There were some good ones. <laughs> Ted Cruz. I am pro-life because I feast on neglected babies. Nine months after prom night, I wander the streets and check the dumpsters for dinner. And you will not believe how fresh and how sweet the meat is. <laughs> this man ate my son. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Oh, we got some good Trump ones. I'm sorry, Biden, for everything. I was wrong. Real Donald GOP. Black Lives Matter. January 6th was my idea. Sorry, not sorry. Taylor Swift is slaying it on that new album. Very sick beat. <laughs> oh. America, America kind of sucked, TBH. Biden Harris 2024. Guys, I lost. Oh my God, Moira just let the rankest fart rip. It is literally, I'm in, I'm being poisoned in my own home. Holy shit. Sorry. Oh God, let's see what else we got. Yeah, Ron DeSantis. And he had, he got Ron DeSantis. I don't know how Ron DeSantis doesn't own Ron DeSantis. Like you gotta, this is like, Social media marketing 101, you got to get your hands on the handle. I am your god now. Trump is a little bitch. Top accomplishments. 82,541 Floridians dead from COVID. Unaffordable housing. Collapsing property insurance market. People keep saying we don't care about Jewish safety. We literally never said we do. Why do you think we work with white nationalists? LOL. <laughs> Again, the social commentaries. We're at PhD levels right now. We're at PhD levels. We need some theses on this. Get out of here. Our analysis engineers simulate hundreds of impact scenarios before ever killing a child in real life. And this is a screenshot from an actual Tesla, like, video, uh, like an impact video where they were testing the self-driving capabilities and the car literally hit a child-sized dummy during this testing scenario. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, yeah. And then the, the Eli Lilly tweets, their stock fell because of these tweets. After the fake account, the fake Twitter account promises free insulin. Because this was, like, right at the beginning. So, it, like, really, it tricked some people. Ugh. I love this shit. 
I love this shit. If this gets a thousand retweets, we will put cocaine back in Coca-Cola. Easy. Easy. Our favorite movie is Total Recall because that's also how car safety regulators refer to our company. Uh, this one was good. As the apostle tells us in 2 Corinthians 11, 14, the wicked may pose as the righteous and lay snares to trap the unwary. Social media has worsened this phenomenon. Our blessed store is the only authorized source for indulgences at $8 a month. Link in bio. Then Martin Luther says, I got 95 theses, but this ain't it, chief. And then Pope John Paul I, interesting that none of you are talking about how I was murdered by the mafia in Vatican Bank. Maybe Google Gladio and open your third eye. Pope Francis, my brothers in Christ, this is unseemly and so's the sin of scandal. Please stop. Pope Francis, bitches, GTFOH, I'm in France, popping champagne, getting lit and loving every minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. Matt Walsh, I've been defeated by the trans agenda. I will be taking E tomorrow. <laughs> George Washington. Hello, peasants. I was rolling around in my grave and I've decided to resurrect. Great things to come. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. We could be here forever. We could be here forever. But man, what quality comedy we have been served in this glorious time of Christ's birth. Let me look at your comments. We got a, we got a bunch. We got a bunch. Yeah, the the stock drops. Ooh. God, there's and their insulin manufacturers as well. You love to see it. Again, the theses that could be written on this two-day phenomenon. Just take just take a few pages for every tweet to break down why it's fucking funny. Yeah, Twitter's the Wild West at this point. It is a little annoying that to get all of these joke check marks, they did pay Elon Musk $8, but like it's a small price to pay for the level of comedy we're seeing. Kids would always beat companies to the handles and would make big money because of it. Yeah, that's that's some good. Hold on, I gotta sneeze. <laughs> Excuse me. As also great jokes. <laughs> Moira is speaking for the nation with her body. Uh. It's like we can't trust rich white people from South Africa or something. Can you imagine? Oh, gosh. Man. Yes. You remember that joke? Hold on. I have a picture of it because I have another Elon-related story, unfortunately. His stupid fucking sink joke where he brought... What even was the joke again? I don't even remember what the joke was. He came into Twitter headquarters with a sink. Oh, and then he tweeted, let that sink in. That was his joke? God, this, it must really fucking suck to be that fucking bad at telling a joke. Good thing he's had his whole entire social media company now to show him what a good funny joke looks like. Yes, watching Twitter's downfall in real time is fascinating. Oh my gosh. Tumblr is unironically the best social media now. Although, like, campaign to bring porn back to Tumblr. I mean, what are what do we even do on it now? I do love Tumblr. Yeah. I mean, last I was on Tumblr was really in my teens and early 20s, but fuck, it was fun. It was fun.
This isn't parody. It's protest. Yeah. Hell yeah. Listen, I'm going to change the order of when I was going to do my stories because I have another Elon Musk related story that is also like eat the fucking rich. Okay. Which by the way, someone, someone popped into my Instagram DMs the other day being like, because I said something about eat the rich and they were like, okay, but you give off bougie rich vibes. So how do we know we shouldn't eat you? And first of all, thank you. <laughs> you think I'm rich? Second of all, even millionaires, which I am not one, I'm not mad at millionaires, truly. I'm not one of them, but I'm not mad at them. I am mad at hundred millionaires and billionaires. That's that's what I'm, if you got a couple mil, good for you. Enjoy, relax, have a nice time, whatever. But this level of wealth and greed should not, should not be allowed. Should not be allowed. It's fucked up. Um, and this is related to it. So Elon Musk is back in court again today. It's not about Twitter this time. It's about his 2018 compensation that he received from Tesla, which was valued at $56 billion for one year, for one year making it the largest compensation package ever. Of course, a lot of this is based on stock that he was not given. It wasn't 56, or a stock that he had to earn. It was not $56 billion in cash, but still, it was valued at $56. And even with Tesla's lower stock, it's still valued at around $50 billion. The person suing him is a, the plaintiff is a shareholder suing on behalf of all shareholders saying that Musk exploited his control over the company and over its board of directors because the board of directors is the ones, the ones that determine his compensation. And he, he has too much control over them. And that's how he secured the huge compensation package to fund his personal ambition, which is to colonize Mars. To colonize Mars. That's his personal ambition. And that's and that's why he exerted his influence over the board to give him $56 billion is what this plaintiff is claiming. And so they're suing him based on his duties that he owed to the company as well as the board of directors duties that they owed to the company saying that this amount of payment was wasteful and of the board and it constitutes unjust enrichment for Musk. Though they are saying they, people, legal experts with more experience in this area of law, are saying that Musk is likely to win this one because courts rarely get their hands into the compensation of CEOs. However, it could spur larger conversations about executive pay. And yeah, it fucking should. It should spur conversation. I mean, we've been having these conversations. I feel like we've been screaming it. How, like, I think th this article maybe laid this, yeah. S&P 500 CEOs averaged $18.3 million in compensation in 2022, 324 times the median pay at those companies. And the disparity has grown in recent years because of COVID, which is why I think we're all fucking screaming from the top of our lungs. Because COVID has really laid bare the inequalities that have always existed in our society that have been just made worse. <laughs> because of what's been happening for the last few years. Amazon CEO received $212 million in 2021. Apple CEO received $100 million last year. Microsoft CEO received $50 million last year. It's just, there's no, no one needs to receive $50 million a year. I don't care if it's in stocks. When I before I started law school, I worked at this I worked at this company that was this middleman for um I I'm kind of like dragging my feet on this live stream. I hope you guys didn't have anywhere to be cuz I got things to say. So I worked at this company that was this middleman for schools. Basically they helped schools with their administration, like grade schools and high schools. So they did and like these were private schools, so they did like admissions, but they also did financial aid applications. And a big part of my job was reviewing families' financial aid applications 
and then giving the numbers to the school so the school could then make the ultimate determination as to if they qualified for financial aid. And some of the schools were like private schools in Alabama where like the education system is fucking horrible and the families who were applying legitimately were just trying to better their children's lives. A lot of them were people of color. A lot of them were extremely low income trying to better their children's lives. Same with like New York City. There were a lot of like extremely low income people just trying to get their kids into private school because the local public schools were shit. Fine. But then some of these schools, like we had like Donald Trump Jr. in our roster, like his kids were like in our system. Um, so some of these schools were like 50 grand a year for a six-year-old to go to fucking kindergarten or first grade. Um, and so some of the parents that were applying for financial aid were still fucking rich, rich. And we would look at their like compensation because we had to, as part of the financial aid application, we'd look at their compensation and in their compensation was included their stock options that they were paid in. And we would then mark them down and say, no, you're not, you don't qualify for any financial aid. And they would call fucking furious. Some of the worst people, lawyers, parent lawyers. Because when you have a parent, I think your brain falls out your asshole and you forget how to be like a normal person. I know I would be insane if I had a child. That's one reason of many why I'm not having children. But like parents are fucking nuts. Okay. Second, if you're a lawyer, you're probably a dick. Sorry. And so when we had parents who were lawyers who called in, I had one guy call and like say his name and be like, I'm a lawyer. That was like the first thing he said before any other part of the conversation. And I was like, okay, <laughs> how can I help you? Anyway, a lot of these parents would call in fucking furious being like, those are stock options. I don't actually like have that in cash. You can't count that against me. And it's like, okay, yeah, but I also have like a family of four being supported by one mom who makes 25 grand a year also applying for financial aid. Like, get your head out of your fucking ass. Like, you're not, I'm not going to feel bad for you because part of your huge compensation comes from stock. Jesus Christ. Ugh. So, anyway... Is that my, is that all I had to say about Eat the Rich right now? I blacked out when that, during that story. I forgot where I'm at. Oh, another headline I saw related to Elon Musk again. SpaceX, you know, the company that is led by Elon Musk, they bought a major advertising package with Twitter. The company that is now failing, which is also owned by Elon Musk. Very interesting. Very interesting. I don't know how that's allowed. Maybe he has to put like a disclaimer on each ad being like, but I've never seen a disclaimer like that. That's like this company is also owned. The only time I've ever seen disclaimers like that is from like reputable news sources that are like, by the way, we're being funded in part by this company. But I've never seen in like an advertisement something that says like asterisk, this company is owned by the same person that owns this company. So something tells me there's not going to be any sort of disclaimer that's like, hey, if you buy from here, like, or hey, this is biased because it's being pushed to you by the same person who owns the company that's pushing it. We got to get better regulations on this shit. And who on Twitter is SpaceX even advertising to? An excellent question. An excellent question. I'd say the average person who's going to be spending money on SpaceX, not many people, not many people. And Elon Musk probably already knows them because they're in his rich person circle. Yeah. Appoint someone else. As long as you have enough layers, it's like the mafia business. As long as you have enough layers, it's really hard to get at the person at the top. It's called the uh, um, the corporate veil is what it's called in, in legal terms. You have to pierce the corporate veil in order to get at the head honchos of any company, which is funny because you know what we did to pierce the corporate veil of the mafia? We created Rico. And the only reason why we can't use Rico against large companies that are scheming is because they're not technically committing anything that has been written into the law as a crime yet, even if ethically 
you could say they probably are committing ethically dubious acts in an organized criminal ring fashion. Mm -hmm. You can't fool me, Coco. My mom doesn't know how to comment on a YouTube video. She's 70 years old. <laughs> but thank you. I'm trying to stay hydrated. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, I'm all fucking jumbled now because I'm all over the place. All right. We're going to get away from Elon for the last bit of this show. Okay? Talk about a couple other things. So, the Democrats somehow managed to cinch a majority in the Senate. Thanks to a win... In Nevada, for Nevada Democrat Catherine Cortez Mosto, the House is still uncalled, but will most likely go Republican. I believe there's like 19 uncalled races so far, and Republicans only have to win six of those to cinch the majority. Though, Democrats are the ones who most often vote in via early ballot, and those are the ones that are being counted, okay? But I'm not holding my breath. I'm not holding my breath. Um. Let's see. So because the House will likely be Republican controlled, that means that Nancy Pelosi, our good friend Nance, will no longer be Speaker of the House. And instead, it'll be a Republican. And the House Republican leader is Kevin McCarthy, which is, would usually be the person that would just be nominated. But he's facing opposition from Trumpers in the House, specifically in the House Freedom Caucus, which is the far right voting bloc in the House. So Republicans have to nominate someone. So even though usually this top-ranking party official like Kevin McCarthy would win and just be handed the gig, basically, it's not that clear for old Kev that he's going to be getting the speakership. Basically, they're blaming him for how badly Republicans did during the this midterm election, which, like, we weren't thinking about Kevin McCarthy when we went to the polls. You know what I mean? That's not what we were thinking about. I'm pretty sure you all did this to yourselves. All right, but then I was reading about this House Freedom Caucus. I hadn't really heard of this. I mean, maybe I'd heard it in passing from, like, news sources, but, like, I hadn't stopped and really been like, what is that, you know? So this House Freedom Caucus is led by Pennsylvania Representative um, Scott Perry and Ohio Representative Jim Jordan. Did I see this in this article? Uh, maybe not. Anyway. But this group, the Freedom Caucus, it's invite only, and it's secretive on purpose. The official member list of who is part of the Freedom Caucus within the House is kept private. So American voters don't know who's part of this Freedom Caucus. Excuse me? Uh, you guys work for us. What? Are, what? How is, how is that allowed? How's that allowed? How are you allowed to form alliances within the elected body of the House of Representatives and not tell us who's in that alliance? That's fucking skeezy. That is not what our forefathers wanted. Probably. I've never met him, but... Oh my gosh, my nose. is one. Are one of you thinking about me? Ugh. It's allowed because no one can do anything about it. That's fucking maddening. Maddening. I, so I started a click. I'm not going to tell anyone who's in it. And oh yeah, by the way, you elected us and we're meant to serve you guys, but we're going to keep secrets. We're going to keep secrets. Ugh. That's right. No real people allowed. Just weird, creepy. I don't know. I don't even know what to call. You can't. Okay. Here's the thing that I learned recently. Not even recently. Like a year ago in a video. Calling someone a lizard person is actually anti-Semitic. Fun fact. I did not know that. Because I called like Mark Zuckerberg a lizard person in the past. Because I just think he seems creepy and not human. But apparently it has been used specifically against Jewish people. I apologize for having said it in the past. So, but because of that, I don't really know what to refer to these Trumpers who seem not human 
and like they're just trying to be human, you know? Anyway. Anyway. Uh, let's see. Did I have anything else to say about this? Oh, yeah. One purported rule. I wasn't done about I wasn't done with this Freedom Caucus. Okay. One purported rule within the caucus is that if 80% of the members are in agreement on an issue that's coming before the House, then the 20% that are in disagreement are bound to vote with the majority. So if 80% agree, they all have to vote in one voting block. Tell me, tell me how this is allowed. I need to investigate because that seems fucked. Should I make a video on that? The Freedom Caucus? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Remind me to add that to my, my video list later because that seems fucked. And the Freedom Caucusers are hoping for investigations. Like once they once they cinch the, the House of Representatives, they're hoping to push for investigations into the Biden administration and a possible impeachment proceeding. Which if you don't remember, impeachment happens in the House, removal happens in the Senate. So they could theoretically impeach Biden. On what grounds? Lord knows. Probably Hunter Biden's laptop for all I know, which, by the way, has presented no incriminating information about Joe Biden that has also been independently verified and made public. They make a lot of claims about the, what's on that, that laptop, but nothing has been made public and verified independently to, have, to be incriminating against Joe Biden. Yeah, Hillary's emails, probably. Fuck. Who, who knows? Okay, on the bright side, though, like I said, the Democrats are in the majority in the Senate and an impeachment that might happen in the House, but successfully removing Biden from office seems pretty impossible at this point. They will be able also to veto Republican legislation and they'll be able to approve Biden's nominees. And there's over 100 open judicial nominee nominated spots right now that Biden needs to fill. And the Senate does that. So the Senate will still be able to churn through Biden nominees to like hopefully balance out the courts from all the Trump nominees. <sighs> so, you know, it's a mess, but it could have been worse. How about, how about that for American politics? That, this is a, this is the upside, friends. Okay, but then <clears throat> I saw this headline. I saw this headline, and I don't know. I know this is obvious, but I hadn't fully wrapped my head around the numbers. Okay, Biden is turning eighty next week, so he needs to decide whether he should run in twenty twenty four for president for reelection when he will be eighty two. And he would then have to keep that meat suit alive until 86. Not only alive, but fully functioning. 86, if he runs in 2024. He would he would have to live till 86 to get through that presidency. And listen, he's a fit guy. But fuck, you know? But also, like, name a Democrat that can beat Trump right now. I'll wait. Name a, name a Democrat that can beat Trump right now. Or Ron DeSantis. Name one. Biden's done it, at least. Okay? And if he picks a female running mate, then hey, you know what? Maybe he croaks in office. We finally get a woman in there. Eh? Not the worst that could happen. I don't wish death upon Biden, by the way. Just saying. Might be the only way we get a woman in the White House for many years to come. A Warren Bernie, no, that's not, they're not going to beat a Trump or a DeSantis. Absolutely not. Bernie has already shown he can't win <laughs> over and over. And so has Warren. It's been done. Maybe Michelle. Maybe Michelle. Thank you. I'll take that one. Maybe Michelle. Maybe Michelle. I don't think she wants that life, though. I think she's like, I'm good. I saw I saw it from the side. I I'm good. I'm good. Mm -mm. 
Yeah, she doesn't want that. She knows that mess, and she's like, no, I want my peace. I want my peace. Oprah, listen, can we just have some politicians who are politicians and not celebrities? Can we just do that? Can we just do that? Absolutely. Michelle deserves a life of peace. <laughs> no. Stacey Abrams can't even win her own state. Does she deserve it? Absolutely. I don't know what the fuck this woman has to do to get elected. Because she's so beyond qualified. But no, she couldn't win the presidency. We wouldn't even put a white woman in the White House. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. Jimmy Carter is 98 years old. Lord. All right. All right. Moving on. Did I have anything else? Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. So, in other news, this coming Friday, Elizabeth Holmes is going to be sentenced. Remember her? Theranos. The Theranos lady. You know her. Um, she's going to be sentenced on Friday, finally. She's been doing a lot of appealing. Her sentence. and her or Not her sentence, but her conviction. Um, but she will be sentenced on Friday. Prosecutors are asking for 15 years. All right. Also, in other news, NASA is going to try again to launch that rocket. Artemis, remember? Remember how, like, a couple months ago they tried? And then they canceled it because uh, something wasn't working. They're hoping, they're hoping, they're hoping this Wednesday, this Wednesday morning, they're hoping to launch it. This launch is going to be unmanned, but they're hoping that eventually this rocket will bring astronauts back to the moon. Again, for what? I don't know. Something probably important. I don't know. Okay. And then there's this, uh, this interesting article that I read. I didn't know about this guy because I was a kid, but... um. This guy, Miran Karimi Nasseri, who inspired the, the 2004 Tom Hanks movie, The Terminal, has died. Um, he lived in the Charles de Gaulle airport for 18 years. 18 years, this guy. Which, first of all, there, see, this is the, the movie that he inspired. Do you remember this movie, 2004? I never saw it. I also, in hindsight, think it's interesting because it's based off an Iranian man being played by Tom Hanks, though it's not, it's not Iran. Is it Iran? Shoot. Did I get that wrong? No. Yeah. Iranian. Tom Hanks, the, the Tom Hanks is playing a guy from a fictional country who's trapped in a New York airport, I think, JFK. Um, so he's not playing an Iranian man, but he is playing like a refugee based on the life of an Iranian man. Very 2004 of them to have. Hired a white guy to do that. Anyway, he lived for 18 years in Charles de Gaulle Airport. Let me see. Where's that picture? He, he, he had this specific bench that he slept on. People would give him free stuff when they walked by because his story became this kind of national thing. He landed in like 1988 as a refugee, a political refugee from Iran because he protested something that was happening there. And now he can't go back. He was in the Paris airport. He flew to London, but the London airport turned him back, sent him back to the Paris airport. This was in the 80s. And then he couldn't leave the Paris airport because he didn't have the right credentials. And he couldn't go back to his home country. So no country wanted him. So he just stayed in the airport. He could not be forcibly removed from the airport. So he stayed in the airport for 11 years until he finally got his papers that let him leave the airport. Which I don't know why it took 11 years for him to get refugee status. I don't understand. I don't know French refugee law from the 80s. Sorry, my <laughs> knowledge is not that deep cut. Um, but he got it 11 years later. But he had been living in this airport for 11 years. He didn't know France. That wasn't his home country. He didn't know anywhere. And so, like, he had this shock of, like, oh, I guess I can leave now. But then he just didn't. He just stayed in the airport for seven more years until, like, 2008 or something. And then he 
did leave and then was living in a nursing home for a while, but then I guess kind of knew the end was coming. And so he spent the last couple of weeks of his life back in the airport living here. Yeah. Wild. Wild stuff. I, I hadn't heard his story. I had heard of this movie, but I never saw it because it came out in 2004. And this is like, I was 12. I'm not watching The Terminal <laughs> at 12 in 2004. Oh, is it a shitty airport? That sucks. That's too bad. Uh, Yeah. And then the only other news in, I guess we're in Consumption Corner now. I, I didn't pull, hold on. That was Consumption Corner, Consumption Corner. Um, the only other news is that uh, Dave Chappelle hosted SNL this weekend. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't watch. I have been watching SNL religiously for about a decade. I know. I don't think that's cool anymore to like SNL. I'm not sure. I have some friends who do, but I'm not sure if it's a cool thing to do to like SNL, but I watch SNL religiously. I love watching old SNL episodes from like the early 2000s, the 90s, the 80s, the 70s. I'll take, I'll take it all. I think sometimes they're a flop, but I'm still going to watch it every week, but not this week. I refuse. I won't watch it. And I'm shocked that they brought him. I'm shocked. I am Shocked. I have a friend who was there. She was in the audience Saturday night and she said that he was fine and chain smoked the entire episode. <laughs> Apparently, I read like a review or something afterwards. He did not mention his trans, anti trans jokes. He just mentioned that he's not allowed to joke about the Jews. So funny because he was giving Kanye West advice from the stage so hilarious frankly if your comedy is so bad that you have to rely on one specific joke about trans people and you refuse that's the hill you die on how good can your comedy be i know dave chappelle's a legend i know there are a lot of people who love him who are willing to overlook that prejudice uh i don't give a shit i'm not and I know that he's legendary, but if you, I, maybe he's lost his touch because if he has to rely on one shitty fucking joke and he refuses to let it go after a large swath of the public is like, hey, that's not cool, might mean he doesn't have any more good jokes up his sleeve. That might be it for old Dave. That might be it for old Dave. Super anti-Semitic. Great. <laughs> Send them all to Mars. Fine. Get out of here. Bye. Ugh. Yeah, that's. I thought that too. They now have their first non-binary cast member, and they're like, you know what? Their first season. Let's bring on Dave Chappelle. Really make them feel fucking targeted. Not to mention the other LGBTQ members of the cast. Fuck you, Lorne. <sighs> what a mess. All right. It's, it's 921, you guys. What have we been doing? We never stay on this late. It's Monday. We have to get to work. Oh, my God. You guys, get, get to work. It's Monday. What are we doing here? All right. Okay. I got to go shovel some snow. Let's look out the window. Can you guys see? Look at how bright it is. It's from snow. Ugh. I hate shoveling snow. Okay. All right. I'm going to go put Moira outside and watch her play in it for a little bit. Um... Let's see. Do I have an announcements? Okay. My video this week, Wednesday, new video dropping on the main channel. 
uh, also, by the way, if you're here and you've been watching, give this video a little thumbs up. Give it a little like. Subscribe if you haven't yet, because that really does help me out. Okay, it helps this algorithm, it helps people find this new channel of mine, and it's really appreciated. Over on my main channel, I'm going to be releasing a video on Wednesday about the Courtney Clenny trial. If you don't know, she was in, she is in, I guess was probably at this point, OnlyFans and Instagram model who murdered her boyfriend with a knife to the chest. There's a lot of um controversy around this case partially just because of who she is like she's an OnlyFans model that's gonna take that's gonna cause some eyebrow raising because people are prudes um she's white boyfriend was black so there's a racial element to it and she's claiming self-defense but there's evidence on both sides of abuse so it's kind of like a um, adept v heard redo but much deadlier and worse and bad um, and I'm also, yeah, it's a mess. So yeah, we'll, we'll break it down on Wednesday. I think it's going to be an interesting video. Uh, I need to watch it still. My editors finish it, but I got to take a look at it. Um, but I really feel good about it because I think it has some really complicated issues in it. And I think we're going to talk about them in a really objective way because I'm honestly really torn on this case. Like, I don't really have a strong feeling either way. So anyway, check that out on Wednesday at noon central time over on my main channel. And then we'll be back here on the live stream Thursday morning, 8.30 a.m. central time per usual. We'll talk about whatever news happens between now and then. All right. Okay, great. Again, please remember to like and subscribe. Thank you for being here. And uh, I hope you have a great Monday or as good of a Monday as one could ever hope to have. All right? <laughs>